All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I hope the lighting is good in here for those of you guys who are watching this on video. If not, you know, if you're watching the podcast or whatever, it obviously doesn't matter. But uh, first time recording in the day for a while, I think. And uh, I started recording during the day or during the night more because the aesthetics was just better with like the gold and like these um, Edison lights that I have here and the gold in the room. And I kind of want to get this background switched so that you guys can see my books and like my weapons on the wall and stuff like that. But uh, for now, this will work. But another video analysis I have today, and this was actually inspired by um, somebody who I've been on Instagram with and on Twitter with for a while now. And we actually did an episode a long time ago. He was like my second or third episode. And his name is uh, The Invincible Way. And uh, we did, he, he kind of made this post a couple of days ago. I think it was either yesterday or the day before. And it's something that I've thought about a lot that most people are just NPCs. And for those of you guys who don't know what an NPC is, which most of you probably do, because it's kind of a meme at this point, to be honest, an NPC is a non-playable character. And I always remind, an NPC is like, how can I how can I give you guys an example of this? If you play video games, it's like those Skyrim characters where you bump into them and they're like, hey, what are you doing? My mother once said that. And then it's like, it's just it, they're basically just a program. So an NPC in our reality is basically somebody who is, not conscious of their own existence, or at least their consciousness, very, very limited, or only to the point to where they understand that they have things that must be done. Uh, there's no higher sense of God or divinity. There's no inner dialogue. There's no deep questioning. There's no reasoning. There's no awe for life or existence. They're just really just here. And they're like the Jerry's of the Rick and Morty universe, or I don't know what other examples I can give you guys, but an NPC is their uh, consciousness is very, very limited. And you see them on the streets all the time. And uh, I've noticed that there are more, not that there was, I would say that there's definitely more NPCs walking around now. And there's a part of me that looks at these people as NPCs. They're very easy to identify now because they have a new insignia. And that is the one of the mask. And I've noticed in Boise, Idaho, you don't have to wear mask here. They're not mandatory at all. They like, like in California, where I came from, completely mandatory in like most stores. So everybody had to wear a mask. I mean, I didn't wear a mask like 99% of the time. And you either get kicked out or like a fight starts or something. But in Boise, Idaho, you don't have to wear a mask. But like literally 50% of the population still wears a mask because it's the polite thing to do. But I'm like, you guys don't have to wear a mask. Why are you wearing a mask? First of all, they're not doing anything. And uh, second of all, you look goofy with these. I saw this guy today and he had like this big triangle mask. It was like, have you seen those white ones that look like this? They're like triangles and they like barely hold their face. And he had his like daughter in a mask. I'm just like, there's no, aren't you like wondering why you're wearing the mask? Or do you really feel like it's protecting you? Or uh, it, it's not about the mask. It's about, there's no questioning going on there. There's no inner dialogue. There's no moment of thought where it's like, hmm, maybe this, maybe this isn't really doing anything. They just follow the next trendy thing or they, they're just told what they need to do and they do it because they're a program. They're an NPC. And um, they're very easy to spot nowadays because pretty much anybody, especially in Boise, Idaho or like Montana um, that wears a mask now is I see them as NPCs. They're just doing it because it's the polite thing to do or because they are protecting others or they're protecting grandma or whatever it is. God, I'm not going to last long on YouTube, but uh, <laughs> they're very easy to spot now. And I do see these people as NPCs, as like just programs walking around. That doesn't make them 
um, le any less human. And I'm not saying they actually are NPCs. And that doesn't mean that like, if I go and hit one over the head of the bat that I'm going to be like, that was just an NPC. <clears throat> I'm just giving you a, a, um, an example of somebody who, like I said, there's no thought, there's very limited consciousness. And maybe that's how most people have always been. I don't know. Or is it now that there people don't really need to think as hard as they used to for survival? Is it because of like genetic degradation over the years and degeneracy? Like, why are these people becoming like this? And you could, there's this look in their eyes, like this glazed look, especially when they have the mask on where they're like, actually, it's not. So, you know how there's a uh, prey and predator eyes? Excuse me, I'm so congested. There's prey and predator eyes where like predator eyes, are like, mm, don't hurt me. And they have like a lot of eyelid. Like, I can't even explain it. I can't even do it. But, uh, you know, those prey eyes, they have eyes like rabbits and they're very glazed over. They're very like, mm -hmm. but you have uh, predator eyes where they're more sharp. They're more focused. There's a heavier brow. There's a broader nose, depending on where you come from. But you can just see the light in people's eyes. I've noticed that the people who wear masks, like the um, the NPCs, they're, they have like this like, and when they look at you, they're like this. And it's it's a weird moment where you realize that there's like this NPC that gained awareness for a second, and you're just like, uh, um, mm -hmm. you're you're kind of creeped out by them. But uh, yeah, invincible way he made a really good point, where um, he said that he's complete he's con convinced that when an NPC leaves your uh, field of vision, that they just despawn immediately. And it reminds me of like Grand Theft Auto, where everything only exists in your immediate circle and everything outside of that circle is like non-rendered until you move into it. And when an NPC leaves, you know, your field of view, they just despawn. They just go into the void is wisp off until you walk by them again, they load again. But, um, yeah, I don't want you guys to think that just because I'm saying NPC, that it means that these people are any less human or that there isn't a certain level of introspection going on there. But, um, there are people with higher and lower levels of consciousness and, at one point in all of our stages of life, like if you're if you're listening to this podcast or this uh, watching this YouTube channel, the chances of you being an NPC are like virtually none, unless you stumbled across it. And especially if you're a long term listener of mine, like there's no way you're an NPC. Well, like we've talked about such deep shit over the last couple of years, and you guys have heard like the deepest, darkest, you know, philosophical problems and thoughts that I've had, and pondering my existence. There's no way you're an NPC unless you're just like a super well programmed NPC. There, there's no way. But, um, you know, that's not to say that these people aren't on their path to like waking up because for those, who, for those of us who have woken up already, there was a state in time where you look back on yourself, you're like, damn, I was an NPC or I, I really was awake or I, I know, I knew nothing. Not that we ever know really much, but there is, there seems to be a boundary that is crossed from a lower level of consciousness to a higher level of consciousness. And that's no secret. Like humans have known this for thousands and thousands of years. And we all understand that there is levels of energy that can be obtained. There's a really good book book called, oh, what is it called? God dang it. Why am I forgetting this? Ooh. Neville Goddard's feeling is the secret, but I think he has a book. Fuck. What is it? Is it Neville Goddard? <clears throat> there's a book. Maybe I'll put it here. If I find it, if there's nothing here, I forgot or I just got lazy. But there's a book called Energy, I think. And basically this author, great book, by the way. And he talks about how through life you go through ascendancies of energy. 
And as you increase your awareness and as you increase your consciousness and your knowledge and your curiosity for your life and existence and, and God and a higher form of power that your energy increases and your awareness increases, increases and the universe looks less rigid to you and more flexible, more magical. And, um, those people who are still NPCs are just operating at a lower level of energy and it is through their choice or sometimes circumstance, meaning they stumble across a coincidence or a piece of knowledge that kind of helps get them to that next level. Because there are moments in time throughout our lives where we realize that there is more to life than just partying and drinking and living this NPC lifestyle. And we're kind of forced onto the next stage, but not everybody is like that. Not everybody is like you and I, where we're pondering life and how we have questions. So anyways, I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about NPCs. I want to actually watch this video that I've never watched before. I actually stumbled across it on accident when I was on Reddit looking, uh, uh, I think I was like researching NPCs or if NPCs actually exist or something. So you know, people say that life is a simulation and you're the main player of the game and that there has to be NPCs in it. You know, other people think that people with lower levels of consciousness are essentially NPCs. Somebody once said in like one of these Reddit threads that I was watching that everybody's an NPC in somebody's game or that you're an NPC in somebody else's game. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's just a fun idea to play with. But let's go ahead and um, watch this video. I'll go ahead and shrink myself here bring up this video. Like I said, I never watched it before. It's only 11 minutes long. I don't know if we'll watch the whole thing. It could be really boring. It could be really stupid, but let's find out. Okay. Hopefully my audio is good here. I can hear myself, which is good. Let's turn this up a little bit. Hopefully I pause it at the right times. All right, let's do this. Like they can't hear their thoughts, um, which I didn't believe. A few days ago, I found out that not everyone has an internal monologue. So what I mean by that is, like, they can't hear their thoughts, um, which I didn't believe to be true until I asked someone, and they said that if they physically wanted to say something in their head, they'd have to say it out loud. Like, they couldn't do it. They don't have that voice that I thought everyone had. Um, so it blew my mind. Also, another thing to remember is that, yeah, not everybody I think that everybody has, maybe not this one, but I don't know yet, but I think that everybody has an internal dialogue, but some dialogues are more intense than others. Like some are more detailed and introspective and reasonable than others. Um, but we'll see what this lady is about. Um, and I wrote an article about how it ruined my day and a bunch of people read it and came at me with all these questions that I'm not capable of answering because I can't even wrap my head around it. So I decided to do a Q&A with someone that doesn't have this internal monologue. So hopefully she could answer your questions because I still can't function. Here we go. All right. So I found out a few days ago that not everyone has the ability to speak in their brain. And the first person that I asked if they could do it was her. And turns out she can't. So I asked a bunch of people to ask me questions. Real quick, there's a part of me that's like almost jealous of these people for not having this inner dialogue because inner dialogue can be very, very painful and very punishing for those who can't control like their thoughts and feelings. Meaning like if for somebody that has an inner dialogue and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, God, you're such a fat piece of shit because maybe you are a fat piece of shit or maybe you're like jacked and you have body dys dysmorphia. But inner dialogue, if not controlled and harnessed correctly, can cause a lot of like mental issues and like depression and uh, harsh self-criticism and stuff. There's a part of me that's like, God, I'm kind of jealous you don't have this self-dialogue or this inner dialogue because you're, you're, you're kind of like this just floating ethereal being that just like 
forever lives in the moment. At least, you know, that is my perception of somebody who doesn't have an inner dialogue. It's kind of more of less like a human, more of like a very smart puppy. Questions so I could ask her so she could try to make light of this wild situation. So like if you look like I could look at myself in the mirror, talk right. in my head without opening my mouth. You physically can't do that. No. And w what would happen if you tried to do that? I have tried to do that since learning that an internal monologue exists and I end up speaking out loud. I'm confused because if you don't have an inner dialogue, how do you learn that? And I don't know if I'm just like, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around not having an inner dialogue. But if you don't have an inner dialogue, then how do you learn? Because in my head, I learn through my inner dialogue. So it's like this lady's this lady, maybe I'm maybe I'm getting like inner dialogue and memory confused, but she's like. Uh, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around this ever since I learned that inner dialogue was a thing. I'm like, well, you, you clearly, there has to be some inner dialogue there if you're you're obviously capable of learning. And she seems like a decently functioning human so far. Myself, so most I, of my conversations are out loud. I feel like this information to the people that can think in their head um, <laughs> is a lot more like exciting news. I've talked to a few people that, that can't do this and they seem less enthused as the people that do have this internal monologue. Correct. Does that make sense? Yep. Right. I'm very confused as to why people are so perplexed. All right. So, it. but if you're like, if you're really confused, then there has to be an inner dialogue that that brings you to the conclusion that you are confused. You know what I mean? And I could tell by her body language the, that she's a little bit nervous the, and that she's a little bit anxious and she's like looking around the. I don't know. Like this doesn't strike me as somebody who doesn't have an inner dialogue. Or maybe I'm just taking this too literally. Probably most requested question was how do you read like when i read i could i i hear the words in my That's head a question i don't know how you could possibly read without not hearing the words when i read i can see the sentence structure like in my head every sentence has a shape so you can see like the shape of the sentence um and then also like keywords will pop out and i can file those away into my like concept yeah, map. so bullshit. at the end of reading so something i can bullshit. have a concept map of the main topics that i read about also, she's very, very nervous, which tells me somebody who has anxiety or somebody who's nervous, they have an inner dialogue because their inner dialogue is confirming the fact that they're nervous. And I tend to move my lips when I read. So like essentially I'm saying it out loud, but it's in, it's just not like audible. So, but if you're just, okay, I don't want to get, I, this is, I feel like I'm that guy in the movie right now in the movie theater. It's like, that's not possible. You can't do that. Or like, I'm trying to predict the next thing. But if you're sitting there and you're like, and you're like, she said that she's nothing's coming out, but she's moving. Like, there's an inner dialogue there. Do you visualize the setting when you're reading a book? No, it's not like images. It's just the words. So that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Words are you can read and and you understand words because there are meanings attached to them. There are images attached to them. So the fact that she's saying, no, they're just words. That doesn't make any. Then you can't read. So do you what? do you like reading like fiction books like where you have to put yourself in a situation? I never really enjoyed reading. At and all? I think maybe that's why. Like uh, I can see the story plot. Are you a fast reader? Yes, very fast reader. Okay, we could have a hundred question test. She's done when I'm on question twelve. I'm not even kidding. It is superhuman. It's not it's not fair. Um how do you know what you're thinking if there's no words? Because I can see it. I thought she said she couldn't see it. I think that's why this whole thing is going viral is because people like me can't understand how you 
get through a day without talking to yourself. It's, I, I don't know. I just feel like the information is in there and I can pull it forward if I want it. Like it's all just like, it's like files. There's categories of information in my head and I can pull them to the front if I need them. But I, I feel like I could do that. Like if I'm studying, I could like pull things out. But just like if I'm sitting and like I have a thought or someone is like walking by and I, and I have a thought about that person, I'm like talking to myself about that. Does that not happen to you? No. Mm-mm. If I have a thought normally, I, I say it out loud. Okay, there's an ad here, so we'll let that kind of play in the background. I actually think that I should be um, pausing this more often so that I, I don't get a copyright strike. But it's it's pretty obvious so far, to be honest, that this woman has a clear inner dialogue. I think that she just has a different type of brain. Maybe her brain is more like analytical. Maybe she even has like slight autism or cert- something. But, you know, the whole thing is based around somebody who doesn't have an, an inner dialogue. I just think she has a different type of an inner dialogue. I don't think she doesn't have one. This one says does not have an inner dialogue. That's why I was kind of excited to show you guys this. It's still going to be entertaining because it's fun to see this bullshit. But um, it, it, I think that if somebody did not have an inner dialogue, which I believe most people do, that they would just be like a potato. You know, there's like severely handicapped children that are just like essentially states of vegetable and they're, they, you see them and they have like that weird shaped face and those big eyes and they're just like, and they're just like, they're just, uh, they react only from, from stimuli. Like when you poke them, when you blow on them, they're like kind of like a, a plant or like a, an iPhone when you poke it. It's like, these are reactions. That is somebody who doesn't have an inner dialogue. This person has an inner dialogue. If you didn't have an inner dialogue, I don't know how you would function. It's act. Maybe her. No, I was going to say, do you think because a dialogue is. Oh, my God. You guys are. See, I'm like trying to wrap my head around this. So dialogue is is uh, a talking. It's speaking. It's it's words. Yeah, obviously, there's imagery behind it. But the fact that she can even speak a language means that she has an inner dialogue because the, the language has registered in her brain. She can she has an inner dialogue. But I'm like. What would a dog's dialogue, inner dialogue look like? It would probably look like a series of images. Thus, why a dog can't speak. And obviously, like, they don't have the proper tongue and brain function for it. But if I were for, for the next 30 seconds to not have an inner dialogue, what would that look like? What would that feel like? If I didn't have an inner dialogue for 30 seconds, I, no inner dialogue. This person says she does not have an inner dialogue. I'm going to show you guys what it would look like if I did not have an inner di- dialogue. Ready? that's it like there there would just be there would be registration of images and there would be me reacting to certain things and looking at it would be like a dog it'd be like a very intelligent animal or maybe like a dolphin because the dialogue is just a language whatever language russian chinese uh english swedish german it's just a language that's in your head so that's why i'm like getting so caught up here and i don't know if i could watch the rest of this video because it's no, it's, it's pretty cringe Hardly ever. actually i actually i can't think of a time that i've daydreams i don't think that's kind of interesting at night yes and are they normal dreams do you hear dialogue in those dreams i don't think so actually i think she's do lying. you enjoy being i think alone? she's lying right here i don't think so actually yeah she's lying do you enjoy being alone i like this question yeah i do so like if if you don't have anything in front of you like no stimulus what is going on in your head? Oh, I always have to be doing stuff. Like if I'm low and I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm like, 
watching Netflix. I'm studying. But I hardly ever just, like, I don't just sit there. Always. What if what if she's only acknowledging the fact that she is an NPC? What if that, what if you're, what if you are asking an NPC if that person is an NPC? What if this, essentially what this guy is doing, which I don't think he's doing, he's just like, are you an NPC? And the NPC is like, mm, I am not an NPC. I watch Netflix and I need to be doing something because it's like in their programming. So essentially what this guy is doing is he's like trying to raise the awareness, awareness of an NPC. That'd be like me talking to a pretty sophisticated AI program. Or like me in Skyrim or like some other video game where I ask this non-playable character, I'm like, are you a non-playable character? Do you know? And they're like, I must complete quest. And that's what that's what this reminds me of is essentially this guy is talking to an NPC. Also, I don't think that she's an anomaly, by the way. I don't think that she's an anomaly. And I'm not saying she's stupid. I'm just saying there's people on different wavelengths. And maybe this is maybe this is one of the people i don't know this woman she could be very intelligent i could talk to her and i could see that this lady this woman has a a pretty high level of awareness but i'm not getting that right now so do you have any theories on this yourself slash do you even care <laughs> i don't really care like she, this feels really normal to even, me i can't even do this because i can't wrap my head around this um but she is so nonchalant about it it makes me uncomfortable i don't no. You just, you just, I don't get it. I don't know. It's just my everyday life. So I just do it. I do like if I'm at, like laying in bed. This reminds me of somebody who, it, like, this guy on the right is the human, and this girl on the left is a robot. And the guy is asking the girl, Is it weird being a robot? Like, do you feel conscious? Do you feel sentience? And the robot is like, Um, yes, I think so. I don't know. I just kind of do things. That's what her, like, like I said, she reminds me of like a very sophisticated AI program that like developed consciousness and it like really doesn't care that it's conscious because it just is. At night, like I have trouble getting to sleep because I can see like lists of things I need to do. And in order to yeah, so does everyone go else. away, I have to go write them down. That's actually one of the so questions. Does everyone else. Do you fall asleep easily, like quickly or no. is it harder to fall asleep? Harder to fall asleep. Because I think I'm being visually, almost visually stimulated when I'm, when like even my eyes are closed. I can't shut it out. Yeah, I feel like for me, that voice is just constantly talking and that makes it also very difficult to sleep. And that's why I feel like a lot of people that are in my situation also think that like they wish they could shut it off and they're kind of yeah. jealous of your situation. But then again, we don't know what's going on in your head right. at all. So it could be even worse. So. Isn't it kind of interesting that you never know what's going on in someone else's head? It's like you have your certain perception of reality and you see things the way that you do, but somebody has a completely and totally different idea of what, you know, they have a totally different experience, but somehow we're all in the same agreement that this is how reality is. So it's very interesting to watch two humans talk to each other and be like, this is my experience. This is my humanly experience. How is your humanly experience? And then they're like, my humanly experiences. It's just like these weird these weird like meat bags talking to each other about our, our moments of consciousness to each other. And it always blows me away when these conversations happen because really existence and consciousness, NPC or not, is fascinating and wildly horrifying at the same time and, and really a miracle. I feel like the conversations you're probably having in your head are what I'm seeing in my head. Yeah. Uh, do you get anxiety? Yeah. I tend to have really physical symptoms of anxiety. <sighs> okay.
I know I keep getting caught up on this, but this is just another reason why this person, this whole video, I, I wanted to make a video about NPCs and now I'm like, now I'm like trying to debunk this lady. Maybe I'll end this in a couple of minutes and, and just finish this out with a summary because we're already at 24 minutes. Somebody who has anxiety has an inner dialogue. The reason why you have anxiety is because there's a dialogue there that confirms your anxieties. Anxiety comes from, uh, you know, a lacking, uh, some type of like internal inconsistency, maybe um, past trauma. Uh, there is an affirmation there of anxiety, like something comes before the anxiety. It's not as though anxiety just rises up. Even in dogs, you see that their anxiety doesn't come from nowhere. There, even dogs who don't have an inner dialogue, their anxiety comes from somewhere. It comes from uh, from a bigger dog around them, or it comes from, you know, if they were to see a boot today, it was because they got kicked by one yesterday. You know what I mean? So there's like, if you have anxiety, you have dialogue. You have inner dialogue. So um, I'll, it's less, I think, of a mental, like, I don't really feel like I am anxious until I realize that like this totally reminds me of somebody interviewing a robot my hands are shaking or feel really robot do you feel anxious um kind of a more like physical symptoms of anxiety um a bunch of people actually messaged me and they said that most of the people that don't have this internal monologue are bilingual and speak multiple languages do you I speak don't... multiple languages or no do you, were you just good at like high school language whatever you took yeah I was really good at high school language I took Okay, we're done here. That is, we're going to end that here. Um, at least, at least you guys can watch more of it if you want. There's still 11 or there's still like seven minutes left, but I can't watch anymore. I was hoping, I was hoping that that would be a really good, maybe insight to an NPC, which it kind of was in a weird way. But honestly, my gut tells me that this woman is either bullshitting. She's slightly autistic. She just has a very unique mind. I don't really think she doesn't have an inner dialogue. I don't think you can really have a conversation with somebody who straight up doesn't have an inner dialogue. Now, now in the context of like NPCs, I do think that most people operate on a very, very base level of consciousness. That's why you see the mass media being able to manipulate the masses so easily because most people have little to no thought of their own. They just go with what they're told. And it takes a certain type of brain, a certain type of person to be able to kind of look through that veil and to see the bullshit. And as we progress through time, these bullshit sniffers, these people on this certain wavelength are kind of getting bred out for a couple of reasons. One, because there's it's so there's no such thing as natural selection anymore. It's so easy for stupid people to make more stupid people that you're seeing almost two different types of humans in the world now. And there's two different types of brains fighting against each other. And um, I don't know. It, it, the NPC seems to be growing in numbers. And uh, I, I don't know if it was always like this. Like I said, I don't know if it'll get worse, but it reminds me as if there were two separate people looking into like a murky pond or like two separate ponds. And, you know, the guy with like the higher level of consciousness or the higher energy rating or maybe a higher sense of self sees the pond and can see through like the mud. Whereas like your average person, they just see a muddy pond. But like you and I, we see the pond and we see the clear water. We see the fish. We see the, you know, the stones at the bottom of it. We, we can understand that even there is me seeing the pond and there's somebody watching me watching the pond and there's somebody watching the pond watching somebody else. We understand that there is almost like a multidimensional aspect to life and reality. We understand that there's a higher power. We understand that there is a creator of myself, the pond and everything within the pond and even the witnesser of all those things. So 
yeah yeah npcs man they're weird and um it's it's easier to spot npcs now by obviously what they say and what they do they just follow the next trendy thing they 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 heavily depend on approval from others they don't want to cause conflict you can look at their physiognomy their physiognomy now because an npc is just programming right they follow the trends they don't question anything um, but also their body reacts to that thought or lack of so if you and i this healthier person who is very heavy in a fitness we know that we got to take care of our bodies in our minds and we want to keep our physiognomy good and strong npcs don't have that because they don't need that so an npc has very droopy eyes they have weak jaws usually not always you know you have some bodybuilders out there that are probably like npcs but i'm just saying i'm just recognizing a pattern that we have a lot more npcs out there very interesting but yeah i know where i didn't get anywhere with this video in fact this video is all bullshit i think that she's bullshitting i think that this guy's probably bullshitting i don't think they're doing it on purpose but um I don't know. I guess it's interesting. It made for 30 minutes of decent content. So anyways, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon guys. If you guys aren't on it already, um, we have like 200 and what is it like uh, 17 patrons now and it costs a dollar a month to subscribe. It takes three minutes to sign up. I'm going to leave the link below. If you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, hit that like button so I can get tossed in the algorithm before I get banned. Of course, uh, go to my Instagram, which is just Munden.forest now. And then you go to my link tree, telegram, tons of resources there like it's it's insane how much content that i'm able to put out these days but it's not gonna last forever so uh get on there but anyways guys have a fantastic what day is it thursday yeah i'll see you for the next one have a good one